The Beer EDU Podcast, Episode 70, Remote Learning for Littles with Ben Cogswell. Welcome to the Beer EDU Podcast, the podcast for educators that love to learn and share ideas with fellow educators over beers, with your hosts, Kyle Anderson and Ben Dixon. Hey, Kyle, we are back. Episode 70, my friend. Absolutely, Ben. Good to see you once again for yes. another episode of the Beer EDU Podcast. So, listeners out there, I am Kyle Anderson. You can find me on Twitter at Anderson EdTech. Instagram Anderson EdTech, and then I am on the blogosphere AndersonEdTech.net, and then you can check out my book To the Edge: Successes and Failures Through Risk Taking. And there's an Instagram page for that, To the Edge EDU, and I'm also using hashtag To the Edge EDU. And you, my friend, you are yes, Ben Dixon. You can find me on the Twitterverse and on Instagram at bdixonnv, and that's pretty much it. That's where I post my stuff and. Like I said, this is the Beer EDU podcast, so if we're on the podcast, first thing we're going to talk about is beer. So what do you got, my friend? I've got something that um, I saw at the store one day, and it reminded me of watching soccer with my good buddy Mike down in Las Vegas, and that okay. is the Carlsberg. Yes, I saw that. I was like, wow. Yeah, the Carlsberg Euro Lager. This was one that it was always on special at the places where we'd go watch soccer. It was like $3 right. for a British Imperial pint, and... I mean, it's solid. I mean, it's right. not anything special. It's just pretty much straight up yellow fizzy Euro lager, 5% ABV, 8 IBU. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just just a solid good beer. I mean, again, nothing crazy about it. So I saw it at the store one day. It was 12 bucks for 12 16-ounce cans. I'm like, why not? Let's do it. it that is a good one. I, I got to be honest. I haven't had it in so long, though. So I'll have to go back. I think I, that you, now that you said that, I'm like, maybe I'll pick some of that up. Yeah, and you got a really good one too so, that um, yeah. I thoroughly enjoy. So share that one. Out. I I have a I have a nice can of Brewers Cabinet, local brewer. Uh, their Moon Dunes, and actually, if you can see the can, if you're on Facebook Live, which I'm holding up, like it kind of matches our guest, but I won't, I won't get into that because you know if you're watching Facebook Live, you know what I'm talking about. So, you know, this is a good hazy IPA, uh, 7.5% ABV, no IBUs. Um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a great beer. I I will say um, my amazing staff once again really knows me very well. And um, apparently last week was principals. It's teacher appreciation week, which I'm like, we're we're navigating that whole thing with my staff. And like I know every school's doing it. Like, how do I appreciate my teachers while I'm meeting with them on a Zoom bo- Zoom meeting? But um, yeah, they were like, oh yeah, it's principals. Uh, it was principals day or something like that. And uh, so on my porch, there may have been a gift um, from my staff. They're pretty amazing. So your staff has part. come through in the clutch a couple they, times. Your, they, for your fiftieth birthday, me. the fifty yeah, can pyramid of beer, and then now they're dropping off beer on they your porch. They dropped off so beer on my porch. You, so it, n- none of those teachers are ever allowed to leave your school. I'm well. I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm never leaving. So it's all good. So hey. That's us, but we have a very special guest, which we were just talking about. It, it It's amazing that we waited this long to have him on. So we have Ben Cogswell. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. How you doing? It's going to be super confusing tonight because it's going <laughs> to be Ben and Ben. <laughs> we have and two Bens. Kyle. You can call so, me, you know, Ben Cogswell, Ben Jamman, whatever you want. Yeah. 
So Very we'll tell you what. Why don't we go Space by Man. you? You go by Coach Ben a lot of times. So we'll call you Coach Ben, right? We'll still, still ben. working with teachers. Yes, we'll so, call you um, Coach Ben as we're going here. So speaking so of beer, Kyle. Beer. Yeah. yeah, what's your so beer? So let me tell you a little story about my beer. This is why I have my beer. So um, we found out, right, like some Friday, like what, 54 days ago about, I was like, oh, they're not going to let us back at school. And so I was talking to my mom, who I think may be watching last uh, right now. And she's like, <laughs> why don't you go to BevMo and, you know, pick up a few, you know, whatever right. packs of beer on me, stock yourself up. And so at this point, the beer that is in my fridge is the beer that I purchased like a while ago from my mom. And every once in a while, I'll just put it back in there. So right now... <laughs> In the rotation, yes, thanks, mom. In the rotation, I got this uh, classic Stone Delicious IPA. I used to say I liked IPA and and had a beard before it was cool, but as you guys know, (laughs) it's it's like my chin is is only a little fuzzy. Yeah, I gotta say, (laughs) when I saw I I saw the um, the time lapse video of you shaving the beard off, and I was like, that doesn't even look like the same person that I know. <laughs> well, wasn't it? You uh, You might've been one of the people that was like, I saw your high school picture and it doesn't even look like you. So yeah, I did say that one me. too. So, but well, welcome to the show. Yeah. Like, you know, like Ben Dixon was saying here momentarily ago that um, it's, it's surprising. It took us this long, but we get it. You're, you're totally busy. I mean, oh, God. In the last yeah. couple of years, you, you transitioned from one position into another one and, Let's talk a little bit about that. So who are you? What do you do? What kind of stuff makes you tick in the world of education that um, we know and love? Well, as you mentioned, like, obviously, if you're watching again on Facebook Live, it's a little different uh, behind me. But Kyle, as you mentioned, I was a uh, long time known as, as Coach Ben, right? And one of the reasons right. is I was a technology TOSA, a coach in my district working with teachers and uh, helping them implement technology. And so about two years ago, I went back to the kindergarten uh, classroom for for numerous reasons. And you know, I've been loving it ever since. And so now this is year two at, with my Kinder Rockets. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and so speaking of which, you can find them on, on Twitter or on Facebook at Kind Rockets um, on Twitter and me at Cogswell underscore Ben. And then our fo- Facebook page is right now where we're sharing a lot of content uh, for my class. And, you know, anybody else is out there learning as a, as a younger child. And that's just Kind Rockets on Facebook. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's just amazing the transition over the last few years going from, you know, working with amazing teachers, which I still love and enjoy, you know, and then now working with these wonderful uh, uh, 28-ish kindergartners. Right yeah, on. and um, I, I do got to say real quick, so uh, I was just looking at the Facebook Live, and yes, your mother is watching. And <laughs> yes, she is. Hello, so. Thank you, mother. <laughs> So, and we got Mr. Jonathan also, Mr. Spikey, that's watching too. So, uh, shout out to Jonathan uh, and uh, Spike, and shout out to Mama Cogswell. By the way, again, my, my mom's so awesome. Every time she knows I'm on social media, she opens a new social media account. So, she's on Twitter too. I just, mom, sorry, I don't know what your handle is. <laughs> nice. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So, well, again, welcome to the show. Thank you, Facebook Live viewers that are watching right yeah. now. This is something that we started doing last episode with the Facebook right. Live, and it's um, it was so much fun that we decided to do it again. So as long as people are going to watch and comment, yeah. I think we're going to keep this thing going here. So yeah, um, I'm stoked. Yeah, I, I'm like, hey, I, I'm pretty sure one of my kindergarten teachers is watching, so I'm super stoked. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Because what we're going to talk a little bit about, Ben, you've got a variety of things to talk about in regards to remote learning, the situation that we're in right now, and you as a kindergarten teacher and how you're handling that. So, but before we start getting into the nuts and bolts of it, first of all, 
how are you holding up with this whole thing um, as a teacher? Well, as and as a parent. Say, yeah. No, I mean, I, uh, it's funny. We, um, speaking of podcasting, my wife and I have been kind of working on a little podcast called uh, Keeping Up with the Cogswells. And the reason I mention that is the last podcast we kind of did is just like, how are we doing? Like, what are we doing? How are we staying sane? And um, mm -hmm. overall, I say as a family, you know, I got, for those of you that may or may not know me, I have uh, my wife who's uh, uh, going to school right now and also teaching music. She's a, she was a former ESL teacher and she's going back to become a music teacher. And then I have four kids um, ages 12, nine, seven, and uh, four. And so, you know, we're definitely very busy, but overall, you know, we are staying busy and we're just trying to kind of uh, make the most out of everything we can. We're very blessed that we're all healthy right now and we're very blessed mm -hmm. that we're together. And so we have our ups and our downs, but overall, um, I would say that we're enjoying ourselves. So uh, that's all we can do. And, and honestly, we've grown closer together as a family. So that's been a, a blessing um, that we can count for uh, this pandemic, for sure. Right well, on. that's good to hear. So, um, so now with your tech coach background, mm -hmm. I'm sure that you were doing all sorts of great things in your classroom with your kindergartners and really embracing the whole hashtag K2Ken2 that has been very popular now for a few years about trying to encourage people to use various tools, technology tools, especially with the younger kids as well. Mm -hmm. So how has that kind of translated from what you were doing before into what we're looking at right now in the classroom or in the virtual classroom, I should say? Well, I mean, I feel like for a lot of people, this transition, you know, is, is very hard because a, uh, you know, it's, it's teaching in a completely different way, but right. B it's teaching with a completely different tool. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I got to say, uh, again, a big shout out to our, 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 my district because a, for the last like five, six years, we've been doing a take home one-to-one. -one. So kids have already been taking home devices. Right. Kids have already been fluent ish with them. Kindergarten, you're always starting from scratch. Right. But these kindergartners have been taking home devices from the beginning of the year. They've been using Seesaw logging in since the beginning of the year. And so <clears throat> I got to say, just the position we are in, very blessed. And of course, do I have some kids without an internet? Of course, right? I just got a kid I hadn't seen in 50, 50 days because she got a hotspot from our district finally. Um, so, you know. That was pretty amazing. And do I have some kids that I haven't seen yet either? You know, all those right. same struggles that we have. But um, I just, you know, I, I definitely think this transition was a lot easier for me uh, because of the kids and the kids because of their experiences, for sure. Yeah, and I think I think you're speaking to I, I think that that is interesting because it's good. To, I know I know people were at all different levels within schools and within districts about as this kind of rolled out. And I think we've talked about this on multiple episodes. It's like it's really interesting now because we're all we're all in this moment in time where we're all in the same boat. It's like everybody's doing this, and then so now it's like almost like a level playing field, like, okay, so what are you doing? How is it, how is it going for you? And how can we learn from you? So what do you, what do you see as you transition to someone who's already doing that, you know, doing some of this, what did you see as maybe a struggle or something that you might not have anticipated? You know, um, I just think that, uh, it, it's there's so it's so hard in 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 so many different ways you know and i think the the biggest struggle is just i think for a lot of people is just honestly every day the everyday grind mm -hmm. you know every day we're getting up and and i mean people you 
keep hearing this from so many different people. Like I lose track of time. I don't know if it's a Monday or it's a Sunday. Right. And so <clears throat> I honestly feel like that hasn't affected me as much for a variety of reasons, but like the families that I'm working with, right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's like I start over every Monday and then, you know, by, by Thursday, by the end of the week, because we, we Friday is like a teacher day, right, to, to okay. prep and to do PD and stuff in our district. And so by Thursday, I feel like I got my kids all going and then we start over on Monday again. Right. And, you know, it's like getting them all into the routine again and starting over. And, and so, you know, that's def definitely I feel like the, the, the grind, if you will, for people, of, okay. uh, you know, the on, on, almost Groundhog Day-ish experiences mm -hmm. that we go through. For sure. Yeah, and Groundhog Day is the that that's a that's very common one I've heard. Uh, my my father has said that coming home from his job as uh, he runs a company in Northern California, and right now he, his his employees they're not working. He still has them in the shop. Mm -hmm. He was able to keep them on and keep paychecks flowing for him. But he said, yeah, it's the same thing every day. He goes in, doesn't do a whole heck of a lot, answers the phone a couple times, and then he comes home. So. Uh, yeah. So, you know, getting to, and that's where I'm lucky, where I, I get to be with my family at this mm -hmm. time too, where once this started, we went to my parents' place to kind of hole up with them with everything. And my parents have been absolutely great helping us out with our children to keep them on track with different things while I'm working and my wife is finishing mm -hmm. up some grad school type things. But, uh, but not everybody has that situation. Like you, you Ben uh, Cogswell, you've got your wife and your four children and uh, you got, you got a nice little system going. And then Dixon, you got uh, just you and your wife really at home at this well, point. Well, yeah, so. my daughter's here too. So, I mean, yeah, but she's, she's an adult. An adult. <laughs> yeah. So, but well, not, not all of our families <laughs> no, of, our, exactly. of our kids yeah. are, are, are that yes. lucky to be in the situations we are. Right. So, and that's really the big struggle right now is that with the families that have to work and then daycares are shut down and all that stuff. Right. Well, and I think, and, and Ben, working with your kids and everything, are you, how are you, how are you able to, or, you know, how are you doing it? Or are you able to balance that, that you're, you're giving your kids instructional content, you're giving them academics, but also kind of just that social emotional um, thing. Cause people are in a weird space. You know, a lot of it is just, uh, is just, I mean, literally I have 45 minutes kind of a day, you know, an hour a mm -hmm. day with my kids on mm -hmm. Google meet and, and <clears throat> I just, I do my best to kind of connect with them and engage in them. And that's why, like, when you see me bring up things like <laughs> you, you got Mr. Puppet here, Joshua, right? And he's uh, Joshua. And, you know, that helps keep the kids engaged and it makes it fun and it, it makes it come back. But a lot of it for me, like when we're doing our Google Meet, it's the kids I, I think this is with people. People like routines, right? Mm -hmm. We get in our routines. We feel more comfortable. There's less stress or anxiety, right? So one of the things you can see here is we've been doing is like we do writing like every single day. And, and if you notice, right. there's a little bit of writing here, but what else are you seeing? Some illustrations. Yeah, a whole lot of, lot of drawing. Yeah. So those of you that are yep. with us, right? So I'm, yep. what I'm holding up is we're, we're working on every day this week, we kind of pick a topic. So last week, it was my favorite. We Every day, the kids would bring their favorite blanket or their favorite stuffy. Right. And we wrote about it and we shared about it and we talked about it, right? Mm -hmm. And so this week, it's all been about, you know, mom. So here you have, what are some things I can do to be right. kind to mom, right? And so I feel like, here's the thing, and I, I feel like, 
it's 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 when the kids are with me i really try to think about that as much as i can how do i engage these kids and if i feel like if the kids are just sitting there watching me ma- manipulate stuff on my screen mm-hmm. i don't feel like there's engager and impactful pa- right so right I feel like because the kids are like this is what they're doing i got my document camera which is literally like right here Mm-hmm. Right. You can kind of see it here. I got my document camera. I got my setup. We're doing writing. We're drawing. And um, I definitely feel like we're coloring like this was a beautiful heart we made for our moms. It was a rainbow heart. It mm-hmm. just wrote, I love you. And, you know, that took a while, this one. But right. the fact that I feel like the kids are engaged on the other side of the screen, they're drawing, we're talking. Um, I think that they are able to parents. I feel like still feel like their kids are learning. Mm-hmm. Kids feel like they're in, they're not just sitting there wiggling around listening right. to like some floating head on the screen. Right. Um, and so I feel like that helps a lot of it. And then I always say to my kids at the end, you know, like uh, stay on for a little bit, talk to your friends and some of mm-hmm. them do. Right. And I, I keep right. my phone to monitor them. You know, I have them still on my phone here. Right. Right. And I walk around and check in. Remember, make good choices. But I feel like that helps a lot, like the right. structure for my kids and the consistency in the things we do. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of it, too, in your case, is just from the environment that you created ahead of time, too, just because mm-hmm. based on I mean, right now we're watching you. If you're on Facebook Live, you can see it. But if you're listening to it in the audio format, you can't see that coach is wearing a Chewbacca sweatshirt and a space helmet with a background of outer space. And you've built this whole, like, I don't want to call it a brand, but like this environment right. for your classroom, this kinder rockets thing. Right. That you know what I hear here. When it, yeah, I, I sorry for interrupting, but every yeah. day, this is what I say to my kids and I hear them say it back. You're kinder rocket. You just do your best. So we're drawing today and maybe we might have right. some meltdowns in the classroom, but I just tell them like, you're a kinder rocket and you just do your best, right? Mm-hmm. You just do your best. And they all my, every day I say that and they say it back to me. And it's really, I mean, that's what it is. Being a kinder rocket, it doesn't matter if you're a kindergarten, you're a kind rocket, you mm-hmm. do your best. And so we just try to spread this message and it really, it gives me goosebumps because my own children, honestly, Jameson that you saw here earlier, mm-hmm. he embraces it. Right. right and on. he said it to my wife earlier, he was drawing some and he was struggling. He said, mama, I'm doing, I'm a kinder rocket. And I'm going to do my best. That's awesome. Um, so I got to ask where, where did this whole idea come from? Because you've been, how long has it been? You've been back in the kindergarten two classroom, years, and, two years, right? And this is something that really came about right away. Too. For me. So, yeah. I, I really kind of, you know, I, I, I'm big on, you know, a lot of elementary kit classrooms or whatever. We love our themes. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, what is our theme going to be? Well, I want my right. kids to shoot for the moon. Mm-hmm. All right. So I thought a lot about it. I want my kids to really, I want to, I want to be able to share. I want a Twitter account for my kindergarten classroom. Right. Right. What's it going to be called? And so like shoot for the moon, right? right? All right. We're rockets. What kind of rockets are we? You know, and I, I looked up it when in the beginning, it was just going to be kinder rockets. But of course somebody already had that Twitter name. Uh-oh. Right. So I said, you know, yeah. we're going to be kind rockets. And I'm so That's glad cool. that that happened because we got to be kind. Right. And, 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 and just reinforcing that thing. And right now we're doing, I'm, uh, you know, I have some of my kids participating, but I don't know if you've seen it, the, 50 acts of kindness challenge. And so part of this is just how in all of this and everything that's going on for my own family, treating each other kindly, right. how do we spread this kindness? How do we keep going and moving forward? And so I think those positive messages really resonate with, uh, with, with kids and parents. 
Well, and I think especially now as we're moving through this situation that is so abnormal, um, I think that's that's super important. And I think it's it's what I hear what I hear you saying, and probably why you're very successful at that is you kept that kind of that same. You kept you didn't change what you were doing. Your format changed. Like you're you're not in a building with the kindergartners, but you kept everything else the same. And at, at least in my, what I see from people being very, being successful at this new format is that's what they've done. They're like, just, yeah, you're, you might be on the Zoom meeting, but this is what we do. This is how we do it. And I think that's, that's key. I mean, especially kindergartners. I mean, I think back, that was my first year teaching. I taught kindergarten and that was like, I learned very quickly. It's gotta be the same every single day. <laughs> Because if I deviated from the plan, they would let me know. Well, it's funny because honestly, like I hear this all the time and it, it is kind of like a little bit of, of sometimes I guess a, a pet peeve, but um, we, we talk about like, you know, the Zoom meetings and how right. difficult they can be with kids, right? Right. And here's the trick. You know what the trick is to Zoom meetings? It's just like the classroom. Mm-hmm. So for example, like I heard like this whole thing, honestly, with mute button, it drives me crazy. You know why we put the mute button on? If you got too much background noise on, if you're playing right. with your microphone, right? Mm-hmm. If it's interfering with other people's learning. But I mean, I, I love that today I'm sitting there in my class and we're drawing and some kids, they know if they put the mute button on and I can hear a TV going on in the background, right. you know, and it's just honestly comforting because when we're in the classroom, right, what do we do? I get in my classroom and literally I'm like, all right, everybody, I can see you're listening. You're listening. Right. Your hands are nice and quiet. You're looking at me. You're being peaceful. Oh, I'm not ready to teach. I can hear a bunch of people are talking right now. Like if we put the mute button on, what are we telling our kids to do? Yeah. They're basically just going to, they can put the mute button on and do whatever they want. So yeah, right, they exactly. can do whatever. And no, so I want my mute, I want my mute buttons off unless there's a ton That's of a background noise. Right. I have some shy kids, but literally it's just like the classroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyle, you're sitting so nicely with your peaceful hands. Thank you for doing that. I can't start teaching. I keep getting interrupted. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a classroom. It feels like a classroom. And kids feel good when it feels like a classroom. And kids are not just, you know, I sometimes, sure, when I'm going to play a video, sometimes I'll go and I'll meet some kids, right? right? Or when it, and I have that background noise, maybe sometimes they can't. They're in a drawing. Right. But it's like, again, it's that it's like where we're talking about. It's that classroom environment. Make it right. feel like a classroom. Mm-hmm. How does it feel like a classroom? It doesn't feel like a classroom if everybody's on mute. That's a, that's a great point. That is definitely not something that I thought of. But I, th- I think, yeah, that's a great point. Well, um, it really goes back to, to when we were in seat, that whole right. relationship building thing as mm-hmm. well. If, if you had relationships with your students and there was a mutual respect for one another right. in that classroom, you're not necessarily going to have the issues in the Zoom meetings that right. it's not going to be any different. Issues. Than the I'm still, yeah. I'm still te- right. I'm still saying to some of those kids, like, please don't interrupt me. Well, absolutely, right. yeah. They're, they're One still going to talking at a time, <laughs> right? But when you address those things, when you redirect right. those things, yeah. it's not going to derail the whole thing. So no. it's it's not going to be like that. So the ones that are having the issues, you're seeing this on social media where people are complaining about the students are so disruptive when they get into these meetings and I hear right. this a lot for middle school kids where they're just getting on there and messing around and, and whatever. And I, I don't, I've never called it. I couldn't, deal, I couldn't like deal with that, by the way. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, middle school. Uh, if you're a middle school teacher, you are an absolute saint. Uh, yeah, so. you are. I, although I will argue that if you've taught kindergarten, 
you can do. Well, I was a sixth grade teacher for seven years, right? But I can't yeah. imagine now doing a Zoom or a Google. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with you there. No, I taught sixth grade too. And I always used to joke with my sixth grade teachers. I'd be like, you can teach kindergarten. It's sometimes. It's, it's, not, it's not too different. It really no, not at all. Touch yeah. yourself. Keep your hands to yourself, right? You know, Say kind words. That's pretty uh, much kind it. to each other. It's the yeah. same thing. That was the same. But well, I guarantee a lot of those yeah. teachers that are the ones that are on social media complaining right. about how their students are so disruptive in those things. Those are the ones yeah. that they didn't have the relationship ahead of time. So why is a student going to respect you now on a Zoom meeting when there just wasn't that respect there beforehand? Well, also, you know what I got to say is, is really we got to think about what our students, students are doing on the other side of our meeting. Right. What, what are we competing with? When our right. kids go to YouTube, they see super engaging. And then we sit, you see this astronaut, it's for a yeah. reason. Because right. we sit there like this and we expect kids to be super interested in what we're saying. Right. right. That's true. Yeah, you got to sell it. And then, I mean, we always, I always used to joke. It's like, you're, you're, you're part, you're part carny, you're a part salesman, you're selling a product to somebody who doesn't want to buy it necessarily, you better bring your A game. And so I think that you're right in this format. Just and that's, way- and that's why, honestly, that's why you bring in some puppets, yeah. right? And they're sitting right here. And that's why, you know, sometimes like, I got a, I got a morning group and I have an afternoon group. And okay. in the beginning, when I got my morning group, it's nice. I got about between five and eight kids that show okay. up, right? It's very right. nice. We get, it's very peaceful. My afternoon group. <laughs> right. I got about 18 kids in there, 18, five-year-olds, sometimes 12, but it can be a lot. And so sometimes it's like, we're going to watch this breathing video. <laughs> we yeah. do that. We watch the breathing yeah. video and we calm down and we breathe, right? Because that's what they need to do. Right. Or we talk a little bit and we just, it's, it's really about those, those routines, right? All right. My turn to talk, your turn to talk. Oh, Ben, I see you brought your blah, blah blanket. Show us okay. what you got. Share a little about it. Oh, it's Ben's turn to talk. Let's listen to him. Right. Oh, now Kyle, he has this. And we, it's, it, it's the same thing as a classroom. We establish the routines, right? Right. Are you, so, so one of the things, and I've, I've heard this from other people, and I'm curious about your, your perspective on this. Are you finding some of your kids in this format are, are, are more, are, are more engaged? For sure. For okay. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're totally more engaged because if they, honestly, I feel like if they were in my classroom on a carpet, I'd be like, come on, you need to sit still, pay attention, right. still pay attention. But I honestly got so much stuff going on and they're sitting there playing with some toy and it right. doesn't bother me. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. Because I can't see it. The other, right. It's not distracting the other kids, right? Sure. And so I do have some kids. You know, on the other hand, I, I, I feel like I have some kids that don't, like, that don't right. like the Zoom meetings, right? And so I have some kids that I feel like they, even though I make them fun and engaging as, as much as I can, I feel right. like they just, they just, it's for different reasons. And maybe right. sometimes it's like, turn off the TV because right. you need to focus where they're only got a little time, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear that too, because I, I, I know of some students um, that, that it can be, um, especially in a big group of kids, it gets very overwhelming for them to see all the kids. And I know I, a lot of my teachers will just, you know, tell the parent, you know, just put the speaker on so they only see that one. But it is interesting because I have a number of, of teachers have made comments and my, my wife's a principal and she's talked to her teachers and they, they're talking about these some kids, this works for them like kids that all of a sudden are blossoming in this format. So I'm just, it is interesting that like, I think some, when we moved into this, it was, and it's, it's a horrible situation. And, and I mean, I'm not downplaying that in any way, but I think in some ways this experiment or what we're going through, I, I'll be interesting to see that like some kids we learn 
this was the best thing for them for learning. And hopefully there's a way to continue this. Yeah. I mean, as the special ed side of me, I have students on my caseload that I couldn't get them to do much of anything in seat, but now that they're Mm -hmm. at home, they're absolutely thriving. Like you were saying, um, Ben, where it just works for them. Yeah. Because now like they're in their own environment where they're comfortable. They don't have all the distractions around them. Mm -hmm. So one of my students in particular, social butterfly. So just a, just one that loves to socialize, but and that distracts them from being able to get anything done. But now that they're at home, it's just um, their mother and their brother Mm -hmm. and them. Then, I mean, they're absolutely thriving now. And I'm getting all these emails from their teachers just praising how well that they're doing. And it's just, it's such a nice thing to see uh, Mm -hmm. that that's happening right now. So I'm just, I I really wonder when we return back to the normal environment, whether they're going to want to go back to that environment or maybe choose to try to do online learning full online at that point to, to see how that works out for them. I think the biggest issue for a lot of that, especially I think of a lot of my, you know, kiddos that I work with is just, you know, some of it is just parents got to work, right? Kids yeah. got to go to school, right? Right. So, but you know, it's, 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 it's wonderful. You know, it's, it's wonderful. And it's, it's also like you're saying, very, uh, uh, not wonderful for lack of better words. And so we just, we just really like, you know, got to look at that, that bright spots, the bright spots mm-hmm. that we can. Right. So then are you like, so you run your meetings, it sounds like you're doing four days a week. Um, and then you're doing about how long, you're doing an hour with your kids. 45 minutes. It depends. Okay. 45 minutes to an hour. It really depends. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I got to just like a classroom. I read their attention span. I see how engaged right. they are. I see how they're doing. Right. We greedy everybody mm-hmm. just like the classroom. Not everybody shows up on time. Right. Yep. So kids are coming in, you know, I always try to try to uh, like end with a fun video as well. And so, Hey right. guys, today we're going to watch this fun blah, blah video and song. And so if you want to go, you can go. Um, so it, it really kind of depends on the day. It depends on the kids, but you know, I try to, I try to keep it to about 45 minutes of, of face to face, you know, and they can have two choices. And then really I've just every day for me, has been writing and drawing. Cool. And right. um, I just feel like that is, that is, uh, I, I just, it, it like today I'm like, all right, do you like, how do you spell these words? How do you sound them out? What are the sounds? And it's just, it still amazes me now that kids are able to like, Oh, look, teacher, I spelled moon. Like, and he, he holds it up. Right. And he has the yeah. two O's in there and boom, like, there we go. You know? And so those are just the, the really like, it was so funny. I, I, I have one, one child that he's, he's awesome and he's, he's has full of energy, but he, his sister has to like literally kind of drag him to class. Right. And he gets there, he's fine. And in right. the chat, in the chat, he, this is a kindergartner using a chat, right? Whoa, I have like, there three we of them that yep. are using the chat and actually writing. And so I, I said, like I, I said, Anthony, good job spelling in there. Like in the, like, none of the other kids know, but he's like, teacher, did you send, did you write me a message and say, good job spelling? He wrote the word toot T O O T. I'm like, Anthony, good job spelling. And that, that, that at least engaged him. And so that's authentic good. learning right there. Yeah. What, and I was impressed with my daughter. Yeah. My daughter was, I put her on a webinar with the Nevada department <laughs> of wildlife about owls. And I was impressed that she was using the Q and a function for that webinar. So she could ask questions of the presenter on there. She's eight years old. I'm like, wow, that's really impressive. Well, She's, you know, that's some higher level stuff right yeah. there. And then you've got a kindergartner doing that. Do you, so, so Ben, in your, in your previous life and, and your work as a TOSA and, and those things, do you find, are people reaching out to you during all this and, and, and wanting, like, what do I do? What do I do in this? 
I, you know, I, I, um, I, I, uh, I've done a lot of free PD for people, which I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't mind. I love yeah. to do it. I love to do it. I tell people literally ask me questions and right. like the other day it was hard for me and I, I do my best, right? I had like 10, 12 questions about different things in my inbox. And these are not from people that are even in my school district, right? These right. are, these are people in honestly in the United Kingdom and, right. and all over, all over the country. And, and so it was really cute. I had this one lady that um, was having some trouble with Seesaw and we kind of went back and forth. I'm like, let's jump, just jump on a Google Meet. Oh, yeah. But she was in North Carolina. I had never met her before by email. And so I took about 10 minutes and, and she was able to walk away with the smile on her face. And, and that 10 minute thing that maybe was one more thing on the list, she still, she felt better about it. And and I mean, it's this whole thing. I just, I, I know you guys are probably on the same, this whole, like, I'm not a teacher paid teacher, you know, person. Like right. here, here you go. Like you want my website and all my lessons there. Yeah. You don't want them. That's fine. You don't have to mm -hmm. have them, but um, we're in public education. And so that's why I just feel like as much as we can do to support each other right now, mm -hmm. that's what we got to do. Are you finding like, so you talked about CISA, are you, are you using that through this? Is that, is that been a tool you think has been really helpful for people out there who probably don't, who don't oh, know for, about Seesaw? For sure. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I have a lot of very strong opinions on this whole thing, you know, and like, for example, right. my kids are pretty good with technology and my students, right. but you know, the, the app that I pretty much only use Seesaw and Google right. Meet, right? Right. Where do I put all my content? I put it directly in there. Do they have to go and click in somewhere else and go somewhere else? No. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's just, and that's what it's been great. And they, they've been great. You know, they've been a great tool and they provide a great resource that you can get, uh, you know, for free as, mm -hmm. as a great model. Right. And, um, and so that's been a, that's been really nice um, as far as just keeping some structure in, in, in there. And so I definitely uh, think that, you know, but I also, I tell people they're like, well, I've been using class dojo. Should I switch over to seesaw? No, don't switch over. Use class dojo right now. Don't, if you're using Google Classroom, use it, right? Because right. I don't know. I don't know how you guys, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're Ben, you're, your daughter's older, but you know, Kyle thinking about, you know, you, even your own students and your own children's experience with their teachers, right? Having mm -hmm. to, how, how much is a parent, and this is something I try to think about every day, how much is a parent, how much can I, you know, I can't, I got to design activities that kids can do by themselves. Right. Well, yeah. and right now it's not the time to be rolling out new things yes. no. to have students try to learn when you can't be with there to show them. So if you weren't using say Flipgrid beforehand, now's right. not the time to roll it out. So uh, for me, we were using Google Classroom. You were, we were using Flipgrid. We were using things like quizzes and Quizlet and Gimkit. Right. We, I've actually pared back on that stuff. I think right now we're, we're exclusively using just Google Classroom and the things mm -hmm. like Google Docs. And, and, and that's kind of the same. I, I feel like I agree with you, Kyle. I was using yeah. more stuff in the classroom, right? Now it's just right. trying to streamline the whole system. Right. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that right now, like in the very beginning, like week one, when this whole thing hit, we, we all agreed as a department and in my school that we all need to have a common assignment, okay? Every teacher mm -hmm. that teaches, say, world history is going to give the same exact assignment. So mm -hmm. we're going to work together to build that out. And then if you want to put anything supplemental in there, then you can put that in mm -hmm. on the side, but it cannot be graded, which, okay, fine. So my mm -hmm. co-teacher and I are like, oh, we can continue doing the Quizlet live stuff that um, they can do remotely now. We got, we got quizzes that we've been posting. We got Gim, can we do all that? After like two minutes of talking about that, it just became, you know what, why? Right. 
Why, why overwhelm them? Even if it's optional, even if it's not graded, do I really want a kid logging in and seeing eight different posts in the topic in Google Classroom and then thinking they have to do all that? To me, most kids are going to look at that and one of them's required, quote unquote. They're, they're not going to do, do any of them at that point because well, now yeah. they're just looking at that. They're overwhelmed. They don't know where to start. Right. So, you know, I, you're still seeing this several weeks in where people are asking questions on how to use certain programs. And again, I not trying to start any fires on Twitter or anything, but I really want to <laughs> post, why are you even attempting don't, to roll yeah. something out right now? No, why are you doing is, that? I, I think you're, no, that's exactly it. I think do use and, and use what you've used in the classroom with your kids, what they're comfortable with in, in terms of like, you know, we're my district did an amazing job of, of kind of streamlining the content for teachers and saying, okay, every single school, cause we're a huge 65,000 kids in our district. They wanted to make it. Okay. If you're at my school, this is what the content for kindergarten looks like. This is what the content looks like for first grade. If you're at, you know, my wife's school down the street, this is what the, it looks the same way. And then, you know, you always have, you always have families who reach out and say, is there a little bit more we can do? And my teachers have been really amazing at that. But I think you're right. I think you have to like streamline it because I just go back to, and, and Ben, you're living this right now. And Kyle, you have this at home. I mean, we're asking parents to parent. We're asking them to work. Some of them are lucky enough to be working, you know, at home or working full time which I can't even, I have parents that go to work every single day. And then we're saying, oh, and by the way, will you teach your child? <laughs> that's hard. I can't, that's a lot of work on people. So I think we keep it as simple as possible. Make, keep it simple and make it doable, right? I mean, I yeah. kind of, for, especially for the younger kids, and I think it's for any kids, I feel like it's like the rule of two. Right. And so what do I mean by that? I feel like, like for Google Meet, if I was gonna do this in the classroom, right? I have to cut it in half for online. So like I have a calendar routine I do in my classroom, cut it in half, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's the, the half. On the other side, like how long would this take them in the classroom? If it would take right. them 10 minutes, I got to double that on the other side, right? Right. Because I'm not walking around making sure they're doing the activity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's like, we got we to gotta, we gotta understand they're going to have a shorter attention span, right? Mm -hmm. And then we got to understand it's going to take them longer to do stuff. Um, and so those are some other things. And I just think that, 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 that consistency, because honestly, I feel like because every day for me, for the last few weeks, it's like been this many seesaw activities, this many seesaw activities, this many seesaw activities every day. And so I don't, and I, and I try to make it doable. So I don't necessarily see even after a week, you know, whatever of this, a whole lot of drop off in, in my participation, because I think a lot of people, I feel like I, especially in the beginning, they tried to take this school schedule and say, you're going to do PE from this time to this time, English from this time to this time, math from this time to this time. And the kids got to regulate that. And so I think it was a learning curve for a lot of us that we can't mm -hmm. do that. Right. I mean, right. You, that's what's burning people out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good and point. at this point where I'm at, it's, it, we have that consistent schedule where this class period block, we're going to meet at this time on these right. days, every other day. So there's that consistency, but now it's the, the kids, they pretty much know what the assignments, the format's going to be at least. And the requirement is they got to check in once a week. So my participation rate has dropped off significantly at this point where I'm going a couple days at a time sometimes without yeah. seeing a kid's face on a Google meet which is frustrating. But again, at the same time, 
I totally get it. I was a motivated student I, in high school. And if I was in this situation right now with the distractions and the stuff that could potentially be going on at home and well, then right. we can get into the grading policy as well that a lot yeah. of districts have gone to where either whatever you had before, that's what you finish with, or you're going pass fail or mm -hmm. your work can only help. It can't hurt whatever it may be that that motivation level is really disappeared. And I actually wrote a blog post uh, about this as well, about how motivation levels have been sapped. And then that's really hurt my motivation as well to try to continue to be the best that I can be. And, uh, you know, I can only imagine what it's like for a kindergartner. Well, I gotta, I gotta say, one of the things I've noticed that because like we, I do these things, I wear these hats, I wear these helmets, I bring these puppets in. I like, I start to see more and more brothers and sisters showing up. Uh, yeah like, because honestly it's a little bit of a show for them and you know yeah. every day what are we doing we're drawing and we're coloring right. and we're writing right and so you know some days it's one sentence some days it's three sentences right and so and 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 so again it goes to this point again kindergartners i don't know the other kids like i mean there's a whole lot of other issues but at least right. with these kind they're looking and they're and they're and it's fun and again i think that it, it, it it's 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 we're competing with we're competing with so-and-so vlogger on youtube like right. the kids, like how do how do we do that? How do we right. how do we compete with them? Yeah. Well, we, that's why we that's why you have here, right? <laughs> you gotta have a puppet. You gotta <laughs> get a puppet. Here's your takeaway. Get a puppet. And no, I got you know I could pull over here. I got Batman <laughs> over here. I got a Dr. Seuss <laughs> over here. I mean, you. This is a small area. So I'm gonna have to spend my general budget. What you're telling me, Ben, is I need to spend my general budget on puppets and space helmet. Oh, and then that <laughs> breathing. <laughs> Those bar? are cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try these things with high school seniors, and I'll get back to you. Good luck, yeah, Kyle. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that, but you know, maybe, maybe. It might. You know what? There we no, go. You never know. They may be never so entertained. Like, what kind of idiocracy is Anderson gonna pull off today? <laughs> Keep making a show, man. No, I think you're right. I think Ben, you're exactly right. I mean, we're. It's hard enough you're competing in a classroom with all the distractions, but now you're competing with. <laughs> you can only see the box, and you're right? like. Who knows what's going on? And I'm just a head in the box. Yeah, in the and box. I might yes. not even be that, right? At least I can go. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, as he's pulling down the uh, face shield of the space visor. helmet now, so so he must have been, he must be on a planet with uh, breathable air, so that he's had it off this whole time. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> but now, trying to get serious here, just for a quick second, um, how do you think? this whole situation, what, what you're doing is great, but how is this going to affect students going forward? You think in regards to, I don't want to get into like, we didn't hit these standards or mm -hmm. we didn't be, we weren't able to assess our students to see if they learned X, Y, and Z or whatever. But at the same time though, there has to be concerns about right. how well prepared students can be for moving onward. So how do you feel like this is going to affect maybe your students or just like in general, like students, of the younger age like that. I feel like, you know, like I was funny, I, Kyle, that you mentioned, I was kind of talking to my wife about this earlier today. It's like, you know, this used to be like the YouTube generation. And I feel like now it's like the, the COVID generation, honestly. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's because there's, I mean, I'm going to have some kids that are going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm right. going to have some kids, those kids that are not fine are going to be not fine. Like my one student right. I haven't seen in, in forever. The only time I saw him is literally when I went to his house and dropped a few things off, you know, and said, wow. here, yeah. take some stuff. Here's some snacks and some stuff. Try to, right. you have a computer and internet, try to hook up. Right. But I mean, those are the kids that are going to be hurting. And, and, and we're going to just see this, I think, uh, 
it would be interesting to go back and like you know you're a history guy and i, I don't know about uh, you ben but like yeah. world war Two. what happened with what happened with kids learning back then what kind of gaps right. did they have right maybe they maybe there wasn't any gaps maybe because they had these other socialization skills i don't know right i don't I, I, I don't know. And it's just, uh, we're going to, it's going to be interesting. No, I, I, I do. I think you're right. I think that you're, it, that's, I had this, my wife and I have this discussion. I've had this discussion with teachers. We're like, not really sure what's going to, what is learning going to look like? Cause I think that's a, a lot of parents fear right now is they're like, is my kid going to be ready? Is my kid going to be ready? And I kind of, I, I preface it with, okay, the entire world will now be two months behind in everything. <laughs> we're just all going to be two months behind. We're all going to have long hair and it's just going to be like, or short or short. Yeah. Uh, more gray, but it's just going to be like, we're going to be in that same boat. And I, I do think, you know, yeah, is the beginning of school next year, however that looks, are we going to have to, to, you know, I hesitate to say intervention groups because I think everybody's going to need to play some catch up in whatever, you know, whatever that is. I know for me personally, having, having been a primary teacher and an intermediate teacher, I think about kids in primary and I worry about missing those foundational skills. Like that, that's huge for me. Older students, we were just hitting testing season. So I kind of, I'm like, okay, they're going to miss some content, but I, I, I do worry about my primary kids, but I, I do see amazing things with teachers doing exactly what you're doing. Kids are writing, kids are reading. I tell parents, if you're sitting and talking, that's the other thing I see. And I don't, I don't know if you guys see this, around where you are, I see kids outside with their parents doing things like learning to ride their bikes, learning to do all these things. And I'm like, all right, there's going to be some, there's going to be some added benefits somewhere because yeah, they're spending both, time with families. Both of my kids learned how to ride two wheelers within the first week of this whole shutdown. Right. So, so I this, feel like, I feel like one thing I do, sorry, it's, I do feel yeah. bad though. is like, I have so many kids that live in so such crowded yeah. housing, you know, right. and they're just, they don't always have the same opportunities. And so agreed. Uh, it's, it, sure. it, it, it definitely is. It definitely is, is, is interesting and, and we will definitely see, but it also makes me question. Like I just see so many students that were not as successful in some of these things that we measure and they're successful adults, they're successful mm -hmm. business people. Mm -hmm. Hey, I got an F across all my high school and look, I have yes. this awesome business that's super successful. Right. And you keep hearing it, but maybe this is the time to really think about like, what are the skills we need for right. now? True. No, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because the whole flip side of that is, you know, we're, we're talking about some of those foundational skills, uh, reading, writing, math, right. th those kinds of things. But there's been a very vocal group of people in social media for several years now that have been advocating for more of social skills and more of like, quote unquote, life skill uh, kind of things that this whole situation yeah. is probably bringing out right now. So not that my daughter could rip into the engine and do it now, but she stood with me one day while I changed out the thermostat in my wife's vehicle. And she was asking me questions about what the different parts in the engine did. And again, she's not sitting here able to go rip apart an engine and fix it now, right. but she's, that is something that she wouldn't have gotten in school. And, and it makes me very proud to think that I was actually able to spend time with my daughter doing that. Cause Otherwise, that would have been something when I, I would have done that on the weekend or something like that. She still could have seen it. But now she was able to take that to her teacher when her teacher asked, what did you do today? Oh, I right. learned how to fix a car. Well, what did you learn? What do you mean by that, Elsa? And then she tells her teacher what she did while watching me do that. And again, that's something that she wouldn't have seen that in her second grade classroom. 
definitely so, interesting at a transition, I, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it is, it'll be interesting. And I think, I think I do worry, I think Ben, you, you brought that point. I do worry about this, the, the divide, I don't know, divide might not be the right word, but you have, you do have kids that, that their parents are still going to work. They have to go to work. And that's like, I worry about those kids. And, you know, Especially, those, you know, where we're here in Salinas, right? South yeah. Bowl capital of the world. Yeah. Yep. Somebody's got to let it. I got a lot of parents that, you know, yeah. uh, you know, gotta go work. Gotta go yeah. work. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I got to say in the world to those families that for are sure. Still I just got to say that. all my yeah. families have been really doing an amazing job and all those kids out there, especially seeing the, seeing the, the, the effort they're putting in. Right. And, and um, I, I think that is an outcome of this is that the, you're seeing a lot of resilience from fan, people. You're seeing a lot of perseverance. I mean, generally as a population, um, people are beginning hopefully to look out, you know, help one another. I'm seeing more of that. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm optimistic that that's going to carry on when we return to whatever normal looks like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know you guys. So I'm curious, like, have you, have you thought about what, what it's going to look like when you come back? <laughs> I mean, if, I, yeah. I have thought a little bit about it, you know, for sure. And, and, and I just feel like, we, I live in such a day-to-day world right now, you know? Right. Um, it's like, I feel like as a kindergarten teacher, it's way different than any other. Because my kindergartners are going to go to first grade and they're going to have right. all these skills to use a computer and they're going to be able to go into a, a, a remote class or whatever right. it's going to look like. But then I have now kindergartners. Right. They don't know how to log into their computer. Right. They don't know how to use Seesaw. They don't, they don't know how to like, they don't know their numbers. Yeah, they don't know the yeah. letters. What are we going to do with these brand new kids, right? How are we going to do that? And so it's, uh, I, I, I just, um, that's a problem I'm not ready to, to, to you know, that's way yeah. like, oh, that's above my pay grade up here, yeah. you know? And so I'm really trying to deal right now with a, a day at a time, a week at a time and, and, yeah. and, and, the, and, and, and the now and, and focus as much that's on good. that. And so that's yeah, all I that, can do. I guess. That's smart. That that's one. good advice right there. Yeah. And I'm with you on that right now too, Ben, because, I'm actually in a unique situation. You're, I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm putting this out on the podcast for the first time. It's been out yeah. on social media a little bit at this point, but um, I'm actually not going to be at my school next year. I've, at, I've been at for the last two years. So right. I've been um, over the last few months, I have been applying for different positions and my wife and I and our family, we decided to uh, go back to Las Vegas where we mm-hmm. had spent a very long time and basically right. my entire teaching career, except for the last two years. And, I absolutely love where I'm at now. And it was a hard decision right. to leave where I'm at and I I'm going to miss it. And it's one of the, I, I said several times working there, I would love to retire from the place because it's right. so amazing, but just a lot of different factors went into this decision right. to turn back to Las Vegas. So now I have accepted a job. I know where I'm going to be working. I <laughs> right. know who my principal is. I know a couple of the people that work there. I used to work with them in the past at other schools, but I'm going to have a whole new crop of kids at a mm-hmm. school that I've never worked at. So I'm walking into a place I have no idea what's going to be going on really at that point. The thing that really bothers me about the whole situation is, and it hasn't hundred percent hit me yet, is that I've got 20 kids on my caseload and then another 150 to 200 kids in co-taught classes that mm-hmm. 99.9% of those kids I'm never going to see again ever because I'm moving to a city 400 plus miles away. So right. Uh, unless I happen to be in the area and run into one of them at the gas station, I'm yeah. probably never going to see a lot of these kids ever again. So, and that 
the more I'm talking about right now, the more I'm, it's, it's actually making my stomach twist up a little bit because it's really bothersome to me. So, um, so I'm with you. I'm just taking it one day at a time like yeah. you right now, because I don't want to, I don't want to approach that right now. I no, And I think you, I think that is, that is the, the, the lack of closure, whatever you want to call it for kids. And I think about kids graduating high school, those kind of things. I have my group of fifth graders that are going to move on to the middle school and they're, they're gutted. You know, they've been at this school their entire time. And, and so, yeah, you do think about that. Like I have colleagues who are retiring this year. Like my wife is leaving her school to take on a, a, a district position. And she's like, I'm not even going to get to see those kids. Yeah, I agree with you. That's hopefully we have some opportunities. I don't know. However that looks next year to, to get that. I know for you, Kyle, it's, you're going to be somewhere else, but you can yeah. zoom them. Well, yeah, well, they're all going to follow. They're all going to follow you on Twitter and read follow your me blog. on Twitter. Follow yeah. Me so, well, and you know, it was right about the time that this whole thing went down that my book came out and right. I, I'd been talking to the kids about the book and a lot of kids were excited about it. And they're like, I really want to get a copy of it. I want you to sign it. And I, I really hope they still do. That'd be awesome. Not just yeah. for the book sales part of it. I just, cause I, I think, I think my story, the whole idea about risk taking is something that it's geared towards teachers, the book, but I think it's something anybody could read down to middle school and right. really pull something from it. So I would really love for my students to be able to, to uh, get a hold of that, whatever. But it's one of those deals. I can't even like get with them to discuss it at this point, because I know yeah. if we were still in the regular classroom, some of them may have gotten a hold of a copy of it and then started asking questions and diving deeper and then really having a discussion about it. And I, I'm not going to have that now. And it's really, it's just really disheartening. Well, I, th I think it's very, it, it affects our profession, profession because we are such a, a profession that serves families and students. And that's why we all got into this. And clearly nobody is like, I'm going to go to teach. I'm going to go, you know, become a teacher. And then I'm going to spend all my time at home on a computer teaching kids. Maybe somebody, maybe there is from someone my out closet there. from yeah. my closet. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there is someone out there and props to you, but I don't think, and I know definitely that is not why I, why I went to college. So for sure. Yeah. So Ben, you're very active. Speaking of the social medias and everything, you're very active out there. You're putting out a lot of great things. So where can people find you yeah. online um, with the different things that you're doing? Um, I mean, honestly, right now, I'm, a lot of my content is on my website, and that's at uh, at coachben.org. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's like a one-stop shop for, for if you're looking, especially K through two people out there, I got lots mm -hmm. of stuff there. And then um, a lot of people have also been interested in seeing, you know, my Facebook page or my uh, Kinder website, and that's at kindrockets.org. And all that stuff, if you go to my website, it, it'll point you at that. But um you know, I just, uh, trying to share, share and, and help people out there. And so, uh, uh, thank you guys for, uh, being patient with me as, uh, as I, uh, do my best to get back to you and help, help you through this. Yeah. Well, I, the, the whole reason we met was because years ago I connected with you online and, uh, you helped me through some stuff. And then, uh, I consider you a very good friend now that way. I mean, we've met up in person right. numerous we've times. We've had yeah, <laughs> some, some Vegemite sandwiches, and uh, uh -huh. we, we we've uh, we've broke bread at each other's houses and uh, and slept in each other's houses. So no, you're a good friend now, and I can't thank you enough for joining us here today. Yeah, no, Ben, it's it's been amazing, and people definitely check out his his website. Is there's a there's a lot of great stuff on there. I've looked at it and 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 directed some people there. So thanks for doing that, and I think you're right. I mean, 
you're putting the stuff out there for free for people. And I think that's, that's the way this profession should be. So thank so, you. Definitely. Thank yeah. you guys. And uh, one more cheers. I know, I don't know, your beers are probably empty like mine, but that, uh, that's a good evening there with some go. good friends, I would say. Absolutely. So, so yeah, raise them hey, up, so. we're not done yet. So you're going to stay. Cause this is the part, this is the part where we're do, going to do some learning. So uh -oh. what do you have? Uh, we've learned a lot, but now we're going to learn some more about beer. So Kyle, what, what do we got today? And actually, gonna, you know what? I'm going to hold well, off on that. I'm going to yeah, keep you in anticipation because so, you did jump the gun. That's okay. Because I, it's been such I a can't time. see my notes and it's late. <laughs> Got to yes. look at the show notes, man. I mean, yeah, no, it's good. No, I'm just going to so, say this is recording after my bedtime. That's my <laughs> so Hashtag blame Ben. Hashtag yeah, blame Ben. There you go. So Other no, Ben. Other Ben. <laughs> yeah, keep the conversation going. Share your thoughts on today's topics. Email us at info at beeredupodcast.com. Tweet us at beeredupod. Yes. Hashtag beeredupod. Hit us up on Facebook, Beer EU Podcast. And uh, again, we're going to be doing these Facebook Lives, I think. Yep. So that's um, uh, watch that page there. And Twitter will be announcing when we're going to be recording so you can uh, join in on the Facebook Live. Follow us on Instagram at BeerEDUPod. Subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash YouTube, all lowercase. Sure to follow Ben on Twitter at Cogswell underscore Ben. Send us a voice message using the Anchor app. Leave us a review wherever you're listening so more can find the podcast. And if you'd like to be a guest, visit our website, BeerEDUPodcast.com. That's what contact. I did. I went that to the website. That is exactly what Ben did. Yep. And then click on the contact and subscription info link, complete the guest form, and we're going to get you on the show. Yep, that's how you can get a hold of us. And now, see, maybe it was just because I'm so excited about what we're going to learn about because I had never even thought about this one. Well, you know <laughs> what? You have thought about it because we were having a conversation we a couple of weeks ago, and somebody mentioned this in our conversation on a Zoom meeting, and you said, <gasps> have we done that one? No, we well, haven't. I say, I have no, okay. Not. In full disclaimer, I have said that every single, what, we're episode 70, I have said it at least 69 times. Have <laughs> we done that one? <laughs> Very true. And frankly, I chose this one for this episode too, because I think, Ben uh, Cogswell, don't you have a little Scotsman in you? I do. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're going to learn a little bit about a Scotch ale here. All right. Yeah. So go. these are beers that originated in Edinburgh, Scotland back in the 1800s at some point. Um, sometimes you'll see these referred to as the wee heavy. Okay. Yeah. So, um, when you see a wee heavy or a Scotch ale, Scottish ale, they're, they're kind of interchangeable. So ABV wise, these are, these are big ones. They tend yeah. to range from six to 10%. So they're definitely bigger yeah. beers, very low on the IBU. Uh, so they're very malty. They're full bodied in okay. character. Uh, I don't like malts. Of, I don't yeah. like malts. Yeah. You get a lot of caramel notes on these. They're yeah. dark brown in color. Uh, some of them, especially the higher ABV ones, they can have mm -hmm. that nice peaty flavor that a good Scotch whiskey will have as well. Uh, so that nice little earthiness to them, that, that comes out really nicely sometimes. The flavors and the colors, they come out because when they boil the wort, they actually boil it longer and the wort caramelizes. So that's where the, the uh -huh. darker is coming from. And then that's why they end up being such malt bombs because they're, they're really getting pulling right. more of those sugars out from the... Uh, the malts in there. So, and there's a lot of great ones out there. So, uh, backwoods bastard and dirty bastard from founders brewing, uh, okay. both very good ones. Um, Ben, uh, you're a big fan of Oscar blues. Yep. They yeah. make one called old chub. I've had that one. And then, um, innocent gun is a scotch brewer. Yes. Uh, they make their scotch ale. 
Four Peaks has their kilt lifter. That's out of uh, Tempe, Arizona. Yep. It's a good one. That one. And then a couple of years ago, I I distinctly remember this one. It was about the time that like World Cup and NHL playoffs were in full swing. And I was, you know, partaking in some beer drinking, watching those events. Uh, There was an Icelandic brewery called Einstock that had become available where they had a bunch of different beers. And one of them was called the Icelandic We Heavy. And I remember that one being really, really good. So when I was looking for examples, I'm like, oh, what's that Icelandic one? And I looked it up and that was one of them. So, but that was a really good beer as well. Yeah. I I, I mean, I, I I definitely have had them. I I will say they're not, they're not my favorite. I mean, they're just, as I've said many times, there's no such thing as bad beer or bad pizza, but I just, they're not, it's well, not I will one. say I, I'm with you in that boat because Scotch Ale, they, it was one that had to grow on me. Yeah, it, it took a while for it to grow on me. And, but now that I've found some good ones, right. I really appreciate them. So I really wish I could start doing that with the red ales. I, because red oh. ales are, I just, I, I have not been able to get on the red ale bandwagon. So that's another one we haven't done for a topic. So I guess we're yeah. going to do that one down the road. Yeah, and they're not. Yeah, and I, I feel the same way about those. I don't know what it is, and it might be. Well, and I, I and I do love my scotch, and I do love my whiskey, and I like that that peaty flavor. I just, yeah, there's some like the Oscar Blues. It's definitely one that I I've had, and if I see it, I might buy it. You know, if I if I'm like buying something else, but it's not going to be like my go-to. As you right. say, I'm not going to the gas station. I'm looking for it. Right. No. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the Scotch Ale. So um, the, the, those are some good examples there. So if you uh, are looking to maybe try yeah. something a little bit different, so definitely check this one out. Well, and if you know of good ones that we should try, hit us up on Twitter or you know on, on our Facebook page or Instagram and tell us which ones we should try. Absolutely. Maybe so. we're missing some. That's maybe that's what I think. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, well, you know, sometimes the sometimes the shoe doesn't fit right. You can't put yeah. a size a size nine on a size eleven foot. Great point. There Absolutely. we go. So, well, Ben, thanks again for coming on. And thank you, sir. other Ben, um, thank you for being my partner in this whole deal here. Well, this was uh, a lot of fun, guys. Uh, um, thank you guys I'm, for doing what you do. Well, and hey, thank you for doing what you're doing. I mean, I'm like, you know, teaching kindergartners is a hard job. Teaching kindergartners in this format is an extra hard job. So I'm sure your families, they're very lucky to have you, you know, doing the work that you're doing. Well, I'm lucky to have them as well. And so they've been super supportive as, 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 as getting us through this. So shout out to any Kinder Rocket families that may or may not ever listen to this. Podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, thank you again, listeners, too, for listening and your support. And until next time, may the malts and the hops be with you. Right on.